So I'm watching some of the television news last night and talking head programs and and the stories that make the headlines today. And I'm thinking, when did this world go collectively insane? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And then you have to wonder, is doing a radio program like this worth it? Is it making a difference? Is it going to change anything? Is it helping anybody? Yet we keep doing it each and every day. Right now looking for some wisdom and guidance in the direction the program needs to go in in the face of this very unusual world. I rarely do it. I rarely pay any attention to a lot of the news channels of today, CNN and MSNBC, they're intellectually bankrupt, they're journalistically bankrupt, they're morally bankrupt, they're spiritually bankrupt, and the truth no longer lives in them. Just a very demonic ideology. Don Lemon, Wolf Blitzer, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper is a pure reprobate. And that that's CNN. They're the ones that are trying to become rational again and then you go over to msnbc and these people are openly demonic joe scarborough mikia brzezinski you know all of them andrea mitchell used to have some credibility but she has sold her soul to the to the dark side joy reed is just an evil woman and the and so many others there that that promote things that 25 years ago the vast majority of people across the globe let alone the United States would have thought these people certifiably crazy and then then I look at the so-called conservative networks and something that has been troubling me deep inside for, for quite a while now is even there, I'm beginning to sense a a shift, so to speak. Maybe it's always been there, probably has. But in this maddening world, I'm beginning to notice something. Even, even many of these so-called conservative publications, conservative news outlets, and this includes Fox News and Newsmax, I'm telling you right now, and I... I really don't pay a whole lot of attention because we're not doing as much streaming at at home yet. We might have to. There are probably a few others out there that I, I just haven't had the time to see. But I'm even detecting that the truth is being slightly manipulated, if not a lot, even on those networks. And I'm wondering, where do you find the truth in this day and age? I mean, you and I are not able to be first-hand witnesses to events on a global scale. We have to to trust somebody to give us at least some accurate information. And in this world of electronic media, instant communications and the internet, those that have the wealth and the power will control the information that you see. And that's his old, that's, that's old playbook stuff. First World War stuff. Control the narrative. 
Second World War. Control the narrative. Control the movie theaters. Control what you see. Control what's on the radio. And then in the 50s, the television. And so trying to get to the truth is never easy. Now, I've got a couple of what I call rapid-fire headlines I want to share with you. And then I'm going to move to the heart of today's radio program, which will actually also set the stage for tomorrow's. And and I I know some days I know the program may, may not be as good as others, but I think today is one that I really pray that you'll find the time to listen to the program in its entirety. Now, one little item of business to get out of the way, even though Walmart says it's all behind us, it's all over, get ready for 2023, and and the same goes for Lowe's and Home Depot and all the big box stores. Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas began on Christmas Day, so today... Today is... On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... Five golden rings... Four calling birds... Three French hens... Two turtle doves... And a partridge in a pear tree... Okay, now let's move along here. Got a couple of quick stories that I that I want to share. And just a few thoughts. And then I'm going to get into the meat of today's program. And I really... This program, you really need to to listen carefully to what I'm going to be sharing in a few minutes. First, just a couple of quick things, which kind of reminds me uh, of why we did some things recently. And my wife shared this news story with me. This is about PayPal. And PayPal used to be one way you could support this radio program. And I have dropped PayPal. I have dropped PayPal from from this program because I don't trust them. Numerous users have said that PayPal has temporarily suspended their accounts. and You can't even get your own money when they do it because they don't like your content. And people have lost income. They've had money frozen. You know, back in September... They were denying organizations access to their own funds that people had given because PayPal decided they didn't like the news you were sharing. They called it fake news, even though the news stories that were being said were fake have later been proven to be absolutely true. And let me give you an example of some of the stuff we have said on this radio program. Number one, it was evident when people like Rachel Walensky at the CDC and Joe Biden over at uh, the White House is saying, if you get your COVID shot, you can take off your mask because you can never get COVID. You can never spread COVID and COVID ends with you. That's what they said. We've played them in their own voices. I don't need to waste time to go back and do it all over again. You've heard it. Yet the data at the time was not backing up that claim. But much of the mainstream media, including Fox News, by the way, and Newsmax at the time, they were silent. 
And they just let that uh, stand. Of course, they were all getting paid lots of money. Yeah, the federal government was throwing around millions upon millions of dollars everywhere. And Fox and Newsmax are still taking that money. Which is why, for the most part, on Fox News and Newsmax, they never tell you the truth about the vaccines that we've talked about. And so now it's pretty well common knowledge. You know, you can't hide it forever. But guess what? The vaccine, there is no guarantee that it'll keep you from getting it. And there's zero guarantee that if you do get it, you, you'll still spread it. In other words, it was all a lie. And, and so I, I know organizations that had their money withheld from them because they made the claim and they were big enough to be noticed. They're not like a little radio program like me. PayPal doesn't have time to, to spend on me. But some bigger outfit said, uh, the vaccines, are, are, you can still get COVID and spread it. That was called misinformation and PayPal stole $2,500 of their money as a fine for spreading misinformation and suspending accounts. There's some news organizations around the world. I got one. I'm not going to say who it is that is always begging for more money because all of a sudden their operating funds were frozen by, by some of these processors like PayPal. And don't be surprised if some of these ESG, you know, environmental, social, governmental aware organizations like some of the big banks don't start um, freezing assets and money. The PayPal user agreement, they came out and they said they were going to do something. Then there was a big stink that they were, you know, that people didn't like it. So they said they're going to withdraw it. It was just a draft. And then when we're all busy doing something else, they're trying to bring it back in again. The idea of fining users up to $2,500 for promoting misinformation. Yeah, PayPal is not to be trusted. And so don't leave any money in PayPal ever. Don't even use it if you don't have to. And that's why we use Give, Give, Send, Go. And I'll talk about that later. Now, enough of that. I mean, it, once again, it just shows you are, you're going to have banking in bed with government, in bed with the elites, in bed with the globalists, and they're going to control your money. And they want to get rid of cash. They want everything to be electronic, unfortunately. And that's a problem. I can look at other headlines that that just remind me, you know, of of the risky world in which we live. And I'm going to try to get a couple of guests on the program because I want to get to the bottom of some of the narrative that even conservatives and believe. I, I get a little bit. I pardon me for being suspicious, but when you spend as much time reading the stuff that I have to read so I can share it with you on this program and living the life that I have lived and seeing the stories and narratives we thought were one thing at one time, finally the truth is revealed later, what gives me any confidence in some of the stuff that I'm even hearing on Fox News or Newsmax or other 
places is even true. You know, it, it, sometimes I begin to think, and maybe maybe I'm being a little bit too suspicious, but but sometimes I think that both the conservative and the, quote, mainstream news media get infected with stories and control the narrative. And sometimes the narrative, even at Fox News and Newsmax, may not be true. We assume that it is because we, well, I like Sean Hannity. Well, personally, I don't. And I'll tell you why. I think the guy's a sellout. What do you mean he's a sellout? He's a sellout. He brings Lindsey Graham on his program. That's all you need to know. Lindsey Graham-nesty, the little fruitcake from Greenville, South Carolina. I don't trust Lindsey. He used to be a protege of John McStain. So when you bring Lindsey Graham on, you've lost all credibility in my book. The guy is a liar and a reprobate and a fool, and he has got you fooled in South Carolina. I don't know why you keep putting him in. He's an opportunist. He's been there too long. He's a swamp creature. So once you bring Lindsey Graham on your program, as far as I'm concerned, you have zero credibility because Lindsey has zero credibility. And he's a liar. Provable liar. And so trying to distill to the truth is so difficult. So as I said at the beginning of the program, This world has gone crazy. Now, let me, I'm going to take you back. And I'd forgotten about this movie. I I probably saw it years, decades ago. I know that I've seen it and it's been a long time and I forgot all about it. And I probably laughed a lot when I saw it. It's a little bit, I was younger then too. And somebody reminded me of a movie, came out in 1979, and it's the the British comedy troupe Monty Python. Monty Python. And they put out a movie called The Life of Brian. Now, it, it, I'll admit, as I look at it now, yeah, it's a, it's a bit sacrilegious at times. But the plot of the story is that back in Bethlehem, when Christ was born... There were a lot of people that also couldn't find room at the inn. And this other family had a son born in a, in a stable, and his name was Brian. And Brian ended up, in time, being in, a, in one of those anti-Roman organizations. Remember, Palestine, Israel was occupied by the Roman Empire, and the Jewish people wanted to get rid of uh, the Romans. They wanted their Messiah to reign on the earth. I'm not going to go into all the theology. And the premise of this, there is a resistance group in Palestine. And now Brian is a member of this group. And there are four individuals sitting, discussing how to to overthrow the Roman Empire. And there's this little exchange. It is... I'm I'm sure that when I heard these two minutes of dialogue, I am certain, I am certain that I had uncontrollable laughter. Remember, this is 1979. 
this is over-the-top comedy. Listen carefully. Any anti-imperialist group like ours must reflect such a divergence of interest within its power base. Agreed. Francis? Yeah, I think Judith's point of view is very valid, Ray. Provided the movement never forgets that it is the unalienable right of every man or woman or woman to rid himself or herself or herself. Agreed. Thank you, brother. Or sister. Or sister. Where was I? I think you finished. Oh, right. Furthermore, it is the birthright of every man or woman. Why don't you shut up about women, Stan? You're putting us off. Women have a perfect right to play a part in our movement, Reg. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. What? It's my right as a man. Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. You want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies. Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus going to just take? You're going to keep it in a box? Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans but that he can have the right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother. Sister, sorry. What's the point? What? What's the point of fighting for his right to have babies when he can't have babies? It is symbolic of our struggle against oppression. Symbolic of his struggle against reality. Now, 43 years ago, that was comedy. When they said, yeah, you have the right to deny reality. And people laughed at it because nobody in their right mind would even entertain such silly thoughts. And understanding Monty Python back in the day, they were satirical, farcical, just over the top trying to be funny and saying the most bizarre, crazy things that you knew were bizarre and crazy things. But today, (laughs) oh no, today, that's reality. Everything you just heard today, it is what's coming out of the White House in the United States. It's coming out of the Department of Health in this country. And and Richard, I I refuse to call him Rachel, Richard Levine. And teachers, we're going to talk about that today. And let me just put this into perspective. I mean, here's a case where, you know, you you listen to that, what they said in that thing. I want to be called Loretta. You can't have babies. But we have to protect his right to have babies, even though he can't have babies. I mean, this is the craziness of the world today. And they were making fun of it 43 years ago. Now, to give you an idea of how crazy this is getting on a global scale, and don't think it will not come to the United States. It's already in Canada. And once it gets to Canada, it'll seep across the border. It always does. No offense to my Canadian friends, and I have many of them. And I know that this has got to be painful for you. This comes out of Norway. A lesbian artist is facing criminal charges and a possible 
prison sentence, like three years in prison. What was the horrible crime that this lesbian artist committed? Did she burn down a, a store? Did she assault somebody with a, with a gun? No. She posted on Facebook that men cannot be lesbians. Did you hear that? A lesbian artist in Norway is facing criminal charges and possible prison for posting on Facebook that men cannot be lesbians. And that puts her in conflict with the spiritually, intellectually bankrupt laws that are satanically inspired that have consumed and will destroy Norway. The Norwegians, this law. And and she is facing, in other words, trans-identifying males can call themselves lesbians. This is the insanity that's going on in the world today. Then you got Richard. Richard Levine, not Rachel. Richard. Richard is a mentally ill or demonically possessed individual. I do not know which, but it's one of the two. And he's Biden's top transgender activist. And he's screaming and demanding body-altering, gender-affirming care, even for little kids. And he makes the bizarre claim that this is not even scientific or medically disputed anymore. It, it is the, it is, it is. D- follow the science. And he demands that big companies eradicate the disinformation. And what does he call disinformation? That gender has always been fluid. We've known in the womb we're in the wrong bodies. And on top of that, everything that, you know, LGBTQI plus and a bunch of other letters, all of that is thoroughly normal in, in nature. These people are demonically possessed. I mean, listen to what Richard has to say. So health professionals have a critical role to play. We must continue and to expand their work to address health misinformation directly with their patients. Now, this includes, but it goes beyond COVID-19. So I'd like to just talk briefly about another area of substantial misinformation that is directly impacting health equity in our nation. And that is the health equity of sexual and gender minorities. There is substantial misinformation about gender affirming care for transgender and gender diverse individuals. We are in this nation facing an onslaught of anti-LGBTQI plus actions at the state levels across the United States, and they are dangerous to the public health. The positive value of gender affirming care for youth and adults is not in scientific or medical dispute. So we all need to work together to get our voices um, out in the front line. We need to get our voices in the public eye. And we can we know how effective our medical community can be talking to communities, whether it's at town halls, schools, conversations with others. And we need to use our clinician's voice to collectively advocate for our tech companies to create a healthier, cleaner information environment. 
during a moment when public trust in our leaders and our information is very challenged. The healthcare worker community, the medical community does, I believe, maintain a high degree of trust. And we have to utilize that. And we have to utilize it effectively. Let me be as clear, as honest as I possibly can and make this as clear as I possibly can do for you. Richard Levine is a sick and demonically possessed individual running around believing that he is a woman. Many, many years ago, he fell in love, got married, is the father of children, and one day something happened. And he decided that he's a woman divorced his wife, walked away from it all, and with his medical degrees, who could challenge him? And of course, in a state run by a filthy reprobate like Governor Wolf in Pennsylvania, you find the sickest individuals, the, the, the most corrupt, the most vomitous people to come into your cabinet. And so, he, so Richard is in charge of public health in a demonically possessed government in Pennsylvania. I'm telling you, there is no middle ground on any of this anymore. These reprobate, demon-possessed individuals, they are demanding tech companies like Facebook and what have you promote the idea that you can choose your gender. They use that term rather than sex for a purpose. They want the two to be convoluted together. They really believe that that little boys need to transition to be little girls and little girls need to have their breasts cut off at a young age and hormone blockers and and then lots of testosterone and, and now you're a man. No, you are not a man. You're not a lesbian. You're not and if you're a man that is full of estrogen, and no matter what parts were cut off of you to change and alter you your dna will ever but forever betray you and know you're not going to have babies yet there are emojis for things like a pregnant man this is insanity and you are demanded if you don't believe this insanity we will put you in prison we will shut you up your hate speech And Richard Levine was appointed by the demonically possessed, corrupt thief, 50-some-odd-year public servant by you-know-what. A complete buffoon by the name of Biden. Yes, the election was stolen. Sorry, it was. And he puts people like Richard in charge of health for kids? And this radical transformation. If you don't think that Bozo the Clown is not the president, look at the Bozo that he puts in front of the public every day for his press conferences. You know, you got to either have mental illness or be gay or be trans or be anything but normal to work in that White House. I mean, look at the the luggage thief. The non-binary runs around dressed as a woman 
binary, non-binary, who knows what it is. This is what the White House is full of. And so, yeah, that's our federal government. And if you don't believe in this lie, they scream after you, PayPal will take your money away. And it won't be long before Wells Fargo and others are not far behind. You can laugh all you want. You can laugh all you want. But these are the people that are actually in charge. And if you think you're going to fix it at the ballot box, give it up. It's not going to happen. And then in 2021, (laughs) you know, it's kind of like spitting in your face. You're going to accept this weirdness or else. The, the, uh, The Surgeon General of the United States, somebody that made millions of dollars out of big pharma this guy is a sold out has been Mirtha swears in Richard Levine as an admiral as an, as an admiral you gotta be kidding yes you can sail the seven seas yes you can put your mind at Honesty, I have a lot more to share about Richard Levine and many others in the administration in Washington, D.C., also some you can find at the state level. And don't think for a moment they're not they're not in your state and county levels, even city levels, all over the United States and Canada. They're, they're everywhere. The reprobate class has been raised up and they're now being elevated on a pedestal. And if you don't buy into every lie they tell you, no matter how bizarre, no matter how anti-science, we watched how that played out with the pandemic. That's misinformation. You need to be shut down. You need your money taken away. You need to be in prison because you don't believe that men can become lesbians. This is, this is insanity. And people will just shut up and say, I don't want any part of this. And now you have complied. And then we have people, well-meaning. Bob, we just got to get the right candidates into office. And I tell you, you're never going to, you're not going to fix it. The Bible is clear. We are, there is a destiny we are heading toward. A destiny with eternity and a judgment. Like I said, I'm running out of time in this segment. And I don't want to... I've got to get to the break. And I'll come back. I've got so many more. You think you've heard something already in this program? You ain't heard nothing yet. I'm just getting warmed up. Now, while I have a moment, I want to thank everybody that has been supporting this radio ministry. And I really believe that there's going to be a transformation in 2023, a very good one. I don't know. God is laying some stuff on my heart and my mind. And, you know, I know the health issue I'm fighting right now. It's going to get better. Thank you for your kind get well cards and and handwritten letters. You really have touched me. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I know that I'm going to have some healing time again. 
when I do the surgery, and I think the date is set in January the 10th. We finally got that squared away, I believe. And I may have to have somebody, or maybe Jim Calhoun or others, help a little bit in covering a few of the programs. I think I'll be able to do better. As long as I stay stable like I am now, I should be able to keep the program going, maybe a couple of guest hosts, and then we'll kind of work into it. And I'm hoping to be on all eight cylinders, as they say, by February. If you believe in the ministry, would you help us financially? I want to grow this ministry next year. Our mailing address, by the way, make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code is 24319. That's 24319. 24319. And we will be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Mystery of the Shana. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, and get your pen out so you don't miss a special free gift in a moment. Now, you're wondering what kind of year it's going to be for you? Well, the answer is hidden in an ancient Hebrew word. The Hebrew word for year is Shana, but the word Shana comes from the Hebrew for the number two. So the word year in Hebrew really means the second time around, the repetition, the repeat, because each year is like a repeat of the year before, the days and the seasons. So often we live our lives just in that way. Each year is pretty much a repeat. We continue to do the same things, make the same mistakes, the same stumblings, the same habits, the same fears, the same things we do that we know we shouldn't do, the same things we want to do, the changes we should make we never do. And so we don't go anywhere. Just a Shana, repetition. But the word Shana also means new, the second chance. So each Shana, each year is given to you as a chance for newness in your life. Not to make the same mistake, not to fall in the same stumblings, not continue in the same habits and fears. A new beginning to do the things we never do but should do, to make the changes we know we should make. So the Shana, the year means a repeat or something new, a second chance for something new. So it's up to you to choose which one it's going to be for you. In the power of God, he wants this coming Shana, this year, to be something new and different. It's given to you as something brand new for brand new things, for overcoming and for victory. Because in the new birth, in Messiah, all things will become new for you. But you need courage to break out of the repetition and walk into the newness of new life. Want more? Ask for the Shana. Now the free gift for you. The mystery hidden for 2,000 years in the sands of Israel, better than Raiders of the Lost Ark, and it's real. The mystery of the temple doors, you'll love it. And Sapphire is your daily spiritual vitamin supply for victorious life in God. How do you get all these free gifts? Easy. Just remember Jesus' Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. That's it. That's all you do. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you'll be blessed. But call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to minister with me in bringing the good news back to the people who gave it to you, Israel and the unreached peoples of every tribe and tongue on five continents. You'll be blessed. Just call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct, The Nice Jewish Boy, at Box 1111 in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, zip 07644. It's The Nice Jewish Boy. It's Box 1111. It's in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, and the zip is 07644. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Alechem 
Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Ravinu, our teacher. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Thursday. Just a quick note. I know a lot of you that sometimes get to hear the podcast earlier in the day. Well, the way things have been going, time-wise and everything else, it's not as easy to get it done early. Remember, it's not just a matter of sitting down for an hour. There's a lot of preparation time editing time, distribution time, and there's a lot going on in the background this week. And so I apologize for for those of you that normally get to find the program earlier, that it's running later. One of my thought processes for getting into next year is what time of the day should the program really be done and completed? On one hand, some of you like it earlier in the day, I know. There are a few of you that do. But then... If the program is done too early, there's sometimes some news stories we miss. And and so I don't know. We're thinking about it. I I don't know what direction to take. Today, you know, running into a few stories over the last couple of days that I just kind of tucked off in a corner here on my desk to remind me of how strange and sick and weird and unglued our world has become. When I played that little audio clip in the first segment from the Monty Python movie, Life of Brian, and and a man saying, I want to be a woman now, call me Loretta. And, you know, 43 years ago, I thought that would have been hysterical. Nobody in their right mind, not even Richard Levine back then, would have I don't think he would have thought that, that that's a normal thing. He would have thought it's crazy, too. And that's what is so scary. That we're mainstreaming mental illness and trying to call either an illness, if you want to take it from a purely secular point of view. This is not natural. This is not normal. And one of the things you need to understand about this transgender agenda trying to redefine biological sex at birth into something else and calling it gender and coming up and saying and giving me such nonsense and you, there's somehow 62 or 93, depending on who you're reading, different genders. They are making a mockery of the biological sex of human beings. They're making a mockery and spitting in the face of God. And his creation. We're supposed to worship the creation, not the creator. This is part of the problem. Now, getting back to Richard, Richard Levine, formerly a married man, fell in love, you know, did, did all the normal things. And at some point, when do you give yourself over and all of it just disappears? You know, journalists like Andrea Mitchell, remember her? She's still around. She's at MSNBC, has her own program. 
Uh, she was born back at the end of World War II, a little after. Baby boomer, early baby boomer. Made her career. And there was a time, probably 30, 40 years ago, that I would give Andrea Mitchell some credibility because she actually tr- pretended she was a journalist. And I, I don't think maybe 40 years ago, you really knew the, the politics of the of the people giving the news because they tried to be somewhat neutral, but she's a Democrat, no, no doubt about it. And and she she has decided in order to keep her pedestal and her position, she has thrown away all logic, all science, everything she ever knew growing up as a child. She is burnt it in a pile and given herself over the, to the reprobate side because she loves the money and she loves the fame. And here's Andrea Mitchell talking to reprobate Levine. And listen, this is a very brief conversation, just about a minute and a half. But listen to this. And if, you, if you're not throwing up at the end of this. You're the first openly transgender official confirmed by the United States Senate. In a recent op-ed, you urge people to base medical decisions and public statements on real data and compassion rather than slander. And you spoke to trans youth in Florida recently. Tell us what you told them. Well, you know, it, it, trans youth are, are vulnerable um, and they suffer significant harassment and bullying uh, sometimes at schools or in their community. They have more mental health issues, but there's nothing inherent with being transgender or gender diverse, which would predispose youth to depression or anxiety. It is that harassment and bullying. Now they're suffering politically motivated attacks through state uh, actions against these vulnerable transgender youth. This is not based on upon data this is these are these are, these actions are politically motivated and so we really want to to to, to base our treatment and and, uh, and to uh, affirm and to uh, support and empower these youth not to limit their participation in activities and sports and even uh, uh, limit their ability to get gender affirmation treatment in their state no you chose florida of course the home of the don't say gay bill of course which has been notably uh, restrictive. So that is correct. You know, the studies show from the Trevor Project that all it takes is one supportive adult to make all the difference for an LGBTQI plus youth, uh, transgender youth, in terms of their risk of depression and suicide. One supportive adult. That often is a teacher or some, a school personnel, and the Don't Say Gay bill is very damaging to their health. No, Richard. You are very damaging to the health of the young people in the United States. You will cause more damage and more suicides, more mutilated bodies, more broken hearts, and more despair by pushing your satanic sickness upon this nation. And Andrea Mitchell, you promoting this nonsense and being a lying reprobate yourself now. You have bought into all this. You have thrown away science and knowledge and history and society, and you've bought the lie. And you love the lie. The lie gives you power. The lie makes you feel important. You're a has-been now. 
You notice you're on MSNBC. <laughs> you know you're not you're not in the you're not in the uh, shall we say the anchor chair at NBC News every day anymore. You're not the White House correspondent. All you do is talk to reprobates on your little TV program, and the sicker they are, well, there that's that that's your style now. And Richard, calling that the don't say gay bill, once again, you've bought into the lie. No, you no, I take that back. You are perpetuating and creating a lie. The bill passed in the state of Florida, very simple. Parents should be in charge of the education of their children. And I don't care what diseased mind sickness you have that you think that children are sexualized in the womb and they're sexualized when they're newborns and they're sexualized when they're toddlers like you want them to be that's called pedophilia and either it's a huge illness or it is demonic possession that needs to be stopped you know when young children are sexually molested, their psychology and their minds tend to be destroyed for ages without a lot of help. And Richard, you're promoting this nonsense. You're promoting this evil. The do- the bill passed by Florida never said don't say gay. That's the kind of garbage that the media put on it. Disney, reprobate Disney that wants to groom your kids too. They just got caught. It basically says that youngsters, kindergarten, first, second, and third grade, you don't talk gender. You don't talk any of this stuff. You don't talk LGBTQ. Let the parents decide what is appropriate for their child. It is not the state's business. But you indoctrinators, you groomers, you pedophiles and child molesters, you want to get into the kindergarten rooms. You want to get into the preschools. If you don't if you don't believe me, these sick, demonically possessed individuals feel the need to be in the preschools. Here is one. Here is an actual person bragging on TikTok. That's where they all hide out. And they talk among each other. And these are the kind of people, Richard, we're trying to protect our children from. Andrea, we're trying to protect our children from. Joe Biden, Democrat Party that has just bought into this stuff. I guess they they love the author of confusion. See, all this sexual dysfunctionality and gender nonsense is confusion to beat you up and wear you down. And so what it really boils down to the the bill passed in Florida is to prevent children from being exposed to perverts like this. So in the preschool classroom I work in today, um, a little kid asked me, are you a boy or a girl? And this has happened a few times, but I live in a pretty uh, conservative area, so I don't necessarily feel comfortable saying what I would like to say, which is I'm neither. Some people are neither a boy or a girl. So I just went to my go-to, which is, well, what do you think? Um, and they said, I think you're a boy. Um, and the kid next to them said, no, she's a girl. And then the first kid said, no, she's a boy. Um, and I think she's a boy uh, is personally pre-gender affirming for me. 
and um, it came at a great time because tomorrow is my first HRT appointment, and I'm very nervous and very excited. So, wish me luck. Now, understand, this is no laughing matter. Maybe it was 43 years ago. Call me to Lavetta from a Monty Python movie. This is a preschool and you're hearing teachers. These are the ones that are trying to get to your children. And they want the government to encourage you to hand these kids over at younger and younger ages. We need better daycare. We need preschool starting maybe when they're two. Two and a half or three. We need the state to begin to raise these kids. You just give them a place to sleep at night. We'll take care of the rest. The satanic individuals that promote all of this, they are determined like demons to get to your children, our children. They have worked their way into education, administration, colleges, universities, and many high schools and school boards and teachers' positions. And they're getting more bold and open about it. The confusion of gender terminology, gender identity, all of this is supposed to be considered normal now. And if you don't believe it's normal, you're the one that needs to be re-educated preferred pronouns this is becoming a thing stop laughing at it this is going to be very serious business in 2023 here's a gender inclusive tip trans or non-binary person tells you that the language you're using to talk about them does not align with them or is not okay instead of getting upset or defensive take it as a kindness to respect them correct yourself and move on Trans and non-binary people are not a monolith and not everyone uses or aligns with the same kind of language or terms. In general, it's best to just use the words that that person uses to describe themselves. When did all of this become so mainstream and normal? Did people in the 1800s think that they were in the wrong body? Did people of my generation, outside of, you know, those that are reprobates like Richard Levine... I just don't remember this being a thing. I just don't remember people being confused. Now, as a father and grandfather, I understand that very young children have some questions. And questions when you're a child is normal. That's how you learn. But instead of giving honest and scientific answers... Instead of being parents that raise their children in the fear and admonition of the Lord, teaching right from wrong, we allow the perverted and the satanic to to reach in and reach our children, to be the influencers of their life. We give these telephones and games and all this to our kids. We're so busy trying to work our lives. And little children that don't even understand sexuality at very young ages, like before the third grade. That's what they try to stop in Florida. They're being exposed to elementary school teachers like this. It's incredibly important for there to be queer representation in education because 
LGBTQ plus youth are more likely than their cis straight peers to be unhoused, to experience depression, anxiety, to be unsatisfied with their lives and to also lose their lives. And just by accepting those students and by treating them as human beings and showing them compassion and kindness, they are less likely to experience those adverse life effects. Now, there's been a lot of recent pushback against queer teachers in the workplace, especially in public education. A lot of people are coming out saying that we're groomers, that we're child predators, when (laughs) that is so far beyond the truth. We are just people who are teachers. And being out, having me be your child's teacher, me, someone who's out, queer, out as non-binary and bi in the classroom, I'm not going to make your child into something that they're not. I'm only going to give children who are already different the experience they need to feel safe enough to be who they are. And by doing this, I could save a child's life. For that teacher to believe they have the right to groom, to talk to your young child, to encourage them. Listen, young children are very impressionable. You know that if you're a parent or a grandparent. I had a little granddaughter many years ago, wanted to be a mermaid. She believed when she was eight years old that she was destined to be a mermaid. Now, today, if that granddaughter went to her teacher in certain schools, in certain states, in certain places, and said, I want to be a boy, if Richard Levine heard her say that at eight years of age, he'd be wanting to get her on puberty blockers as soon as possible. Arrange to take away the mammary glands at the earliest possible convenience. Perhaps even a hysterectomy. Because, see, she's identifying as a boy. And we must have gender-affirming care. Gender-affirming care is bodily mutilation. And it's all about the money. And many of the surgeons that do it, those reprobates, they want the cash. The love of money, the root of all evil. And there's big bucks in gender-affirming care. And the Satanists and the demons that are inhabiting this world, they laugh with glee every time they destroy another young life cause dissent in another family. And so you get this nonsense from Richard the reprobate. There is no positive value of gender-affirming care, buddy. Let me tell you that right now. You are gender-destroying. You are sexually abusing, mutilating, canceling out reproduction. Oh, that's right. A man can now identify him to be a woman to become a lesbian. Or uh, a man can identify as a woman and get pregnant. I, I did this isn't this is insanity. And instead of it being treated and trying to find out the root cause, which I believe is demons, you ever heard that one? My pronouns are we and they. Kind of reminds me of the book of Mark, Jesus confronting the madman 
who had been demon-possessed. And Jesus asked, what is, thy, what is your name, demon? Legion, for we are many. In other words, the pronouns are we and they. Don't think they are not connected. Because in that society, the idea of, of transgenderism would have been looked at and insane. Number one, gender-affirming care. Why do you need gender-affirming care? You are naturally one or the other. Only in the most rarest of biological errors, I'm going to use that term, does something even coming close to this ever come into play? Where there's a birth defect. Hate to put it that way. I'm being honest. But when a body is perfectly normal, and then you have some surgeon, some doctor, some reprobate like Richard Levine, some disgusting sick, sick individual like the, the Surgeon General or anybody in the Biden administration, Nancy Pelosi, they think, oh, this is wonderful. We need to spend more billions of dollars on, you know, repairing wrong gender nonsense. This is all a part of confusion. God is not the author of confusion. This is the spirit of Antichrist that is well entrenched in this world. Catch on to this. Don't let this escape you. All of this, every bit of this, is for the destruction of people, their minds, and their spirit. The demons of hell want to kill your child in the womb. If they can't kill it in the womb, they'll destroy it some other way and destroy their life, their ability of reproduction, and they will do everything to separate that child from a living God. It is spiritual warfare. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. You know the problem. This is all part of a demonic plan, and you're not going to fix it at the ballot box. Get over it. You're going to fix it with the Holy Spirit in the lives of those that have seen the light. Now, I'm out of time. We'll be back tomorrow to complete this. If you believe in the ministry, would you please consider supporting us? By the way, you can support us at the website. Use Give, Send, Go. If you can write a check, make it payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. And the mailing address is Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowie. C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code in Shilhawi, Virginia is 24319. That zip code again, 24319. Tomorrow we tie it together and we begin to understand spiritual warfare. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth the number two ponder.com truth to ponder shining the light of truth in a darkening world